hello, hello. This is the Off of the Couch podcast. Maggie here. I'm sharing an interview with Kate Ulett Kretziger. You will definitely find her inspirational. She is a fitness and nutrition coach. Her business name is K84 Wellness. It's surprising that I was able to pin her down for an interview because between coaching, training, and racing, and her family, let's just say she keeps busy. Here's Kate. Hi, Kate. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, well. (laughs) Um, Yeah, my first question for you is, um, you're a fitness and nutrition coach. And I had reached out to you uh, for some advice last year for my business, and I had not realized that you were about to do a virtual bike ride across America. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little steep. But but let me back up. And uh, can you tell me what led up to that? What is your background story? How did you come to be a fitness and nutrition coach? So uh, for becoming a nutrition coach, um, I had my own bout. I think we tend to do this if we or someone that's close to us have had some kind of a health issue. And uh, in my instance, it was me. I had my own health issue. Uh, so I kind of embarked on this um, almost like a rabbit hole um, (laughs) of trying to figure out what was wrong. (laughs) I just couldn't find any answers. And the solution really was um, for the people that I was going to see was, you know, take this, take that, and you're going to have to be on this for the rest of your life. And I just didn't want that. I just, that wasn't, wasn't my uh, MO, I guess, is the best way to say that. For me, it's why. Why am I like that? I like to dig a little deeper every time. And uh, so I wanted to figure out why. Um, and mm-hmm. so I did, I did that through just, um, I think a lot of it, too, I've always been into health and into movement of some sort, like working out or being an aerobics instructor or being a personal trainer. I've always been into that and I knew there was something missing because that wasn't enough. And when I had gone to college, I had, uh, I went to a a DO school, a a doctor of osteopath school. um, And I did it for um, exercise science and physical therapy. And Mm -hmm. I ended up just going through exercise science portion of it, but it was such a holistic school that the nutrition that they gave us was not the nutrition that we would think (laughs) and what we normally would hear. So it kind of intrigued me to go down that path a little bit more. Um, But I didn't really get into it until about eight years ago. Um, So I was in my late 30s, and that's when I really started digging in because that's when my health, it was pretty apparent that my health was not the best. Um, so that's when I found, um, the, I'm sorry, go ahead. I said, okay, cause I would not have guessed that when I met you, that you, um, wouldn't have always been in, uh, good health. You, you come across that way now, you know? Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it was more of, um, I guess on the outside, I looked fine. It was more on the inside. There was a lot of sensitivities, um, to almost everything that I ate, but, you know, we've become, um, 
what's the word? I don't want to use desensitized, but we just look at it as this, oh, that's the norm. You know, that's just normal. Um, I'm aging. I'm doing this. I'm doing There's always a reason. And um, right. I found that it's not, you know, like our, we're not supposed to feel our food. We're not supposed to feel, you know, the exercises and the workouts that we do to the extent that I was anyway, the workouts. I know there's supposed to be muscle soreness, but it was bad. I mean, there were times that I couldn't walk. Um, my kids okay. will tell you there were days I'd crawl to the kitchen, and that was from a prior oh my accident. Goodness. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Oh. Um, so there was, um, you know, pain from an accident that I had that kind of masked what was going on in my stomach and all the sensitivities that I had. And um, once the pain in my pelvic area was, was, I don't want to say fixed, but it was better, that's when I noticed um, all the sensitivities that I had with my gut and a lot of gut issues. So that's the path, the long story of why and how I went down the path of nutrition. Okay. That's very, that's very interesting. Yeah, I think you're right. It leads us down the rabbit hole if we have a personal <laughs> issue. That, that's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, the bike race, um, what <laughs> led you to do that? Well, kind of crazy, right? Um, right. For, <laughs> for people that that know me, if you were to ask them, uh, they'll tell you that I'm an all or nothing person. And when I do something, I do jump in feet first. (laughs) Not not a local uh, bike race, but across America. Across America, yeah. Uh, A year prior, I found a road bike. I bought it off a girlfriend, and I didn't know if I was going to like it or not. And um, now, mind you, I had a cycling history of being a mountain biker for four years prior to that. So I always did mountain biking, and I just wasn't getting faster. And it was the mountain biking I was doing, they call it single track. So it's through, um, it's very tight, tight um, trails. And so no one could pass you if they wanted to. They had to pick a good spot to pass you. So that's how tight these trails are. And it's over rocks and roots. And, okay, so it's not, like, nice and smooth. <laughs> so it's hard to get fast doing that and, you know, um, faster. And I felt like I had reached, you know, like a, a standstill. And everyone's like, oh, you've got to do road riding. You've got to do road riding. And I've always been nervous to do that because of texters, people texting and not paying attention yeah. to driving. And Yeah. Dangerous. So exactly. So I was always in fear of that and um, I, so I decided to um, just try it on some roads where I live now instead of in town so there wasn't a whole lot of traffic and I quickly found out that I loved it within a month I was like oh I want to do the Vermont 100 which is 200 miles on the route Vermont 100 and that's from the tip where the Canadian border is all the way down to the mass border And um, I was like, I'm going to do that. So I did. And I was like, wow, this is really fun. What can I do next? And that's when I found the Trans-American Bike Race. Now, there's two races across America. There's the RAM, the race across America. And then there's Tabor, which is the Trans-American Bike Race. The one that I wanted to do was unsupported. So that means you are responsible for you. You can't have a van. You can't have anybody follow you and help you. 
I hope so. Of course, Minnesota. actually, that's the one, yeah, that's the one I picked. Of course, <laughs> nothing like a um, challenge, right? Right. Oh, I definitely love those. So um, I decided to do that, and then we had the pandemic kind of messed things up. And in February of 2021, I got a letter stating that it was tentatively on. They were not sure. And I had been mm-hmm. training, and yeah. I was like, well, I'm ready. I want to do this now. I had sponsors, and um, I spoke with all of my sponsors and asked them how they would feel if I were to do the actual roads on a smart trainer. So mm-hmm. the trainer that I use is magnetic, and when, and I also use RGT Cycling, which is a platform online. You can upload your actual GPX files and ride the actual roads. Um, so when you're going up a 10% slope, your bike adjusts to that 10% slope. Um, so you're riding the exact same rides. It's just in your home, not on the road. So I, yeah, and I had this wonderful team of people that I had been training with on this platform that I approached them. I said, I don't think I'm going to be able to race. I'm not going to be able to go. I was pretty bummed out about it. And they're like, let's do it here. And they just took off. Well, I talked to my sponsors first and asked them if they were okay with me doing it virtually. And they just took off with it. They, this team was absolutely amazing. Um, And they did it all out of the kindness of their hearts, which was really sweet. And um, they worked really hard on it. It was live streamed. um, So you can find it on YouTube. Um, So you'll see my little avatar. (laughs) It's kind of funny. I I checked in through Facebook, I think, a couple times. And I couldn't figure it all out. But yeah, I can see (laughs) It's pretty neat. I mean, they were able to, it happened the same time that Tabor happened. So that's what we call it for short, the Trans-American Bike Race, we call it Tabor. Um, okay. They ended up having it. And so they put my dot in with their dots. And so, so we were following along at the same, we started the same day and everything. It was really fun. Okay. And that's June 6th every year. Okay. So. I wanted to beat the woman's time. If I was going to be home, I was like, you know what? If I'm going to be home, I want to break a record. <laughs> because yeah. I, honestly, Maggie, I think I'd still be doing it if I didn't. I, like I would probably just pedal for an hour or two, jump off. <laughs> you need, yeah, you needed the incentive, huh? That makes yes, sense. Yes, I did. And so uh, the woman that held the record, her name was Lael Wilcox. She's a big um, – Big, I'm a big fan of her. She's a big role model and inspirational person for me. And she had done it in 18 days and 10 minutes. And I was like, I want to beat that. And so my crew and I decided, all right, this is how many hours you have to do. This is how many miles you have to do. We've got to work in the breaks. Um, so it was the, the downside to using the platform is that it had to be scheduled. So if I finished the ride before the next schedule ride five minutes, I only had five minutes until the next ride. You know, so that was the downside. So in, in real life, oh. you can sit as long as you want. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. But this, so I was under a tight schedule. Um, so there was that stress too. 
And uh, so, yeah, it was, it was kind of, it was interesting. It was in my home with my bedroom in the next room over <laughs> that, that it was, I stayed out of there, actually. I slept on the floor where my trainer was because I didn't want to oh. get stuck in my bed. <laughs> yeah, that would be hard to get up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And how many days did it take? 17 days and um, 14 hours and 23 minutes. <laughs> so I beat her. <laughs> oh, Holy mackerel. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it's, so I did 17-hour days. Um, okay. And then I did a lot of recovery after, which was nice, um, which I you know, enabled me to get up then or allowed me the next morning to get up and get back on the trainer. So I had these compression boots that I would sit in. Um, and while uh-huh. I was sitting in the compression boots, I would voice dump to my friend who was doing my social media for me. So uh-huh. I would just give her a brief update of everything that happened that day. And she would do a write-up the next morning. And she would just inform everybody what was going on. So I didn't have to do all that stuff. All I had to do was just show up and pedal. That's all I had to do, uh, which was so nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was so yeah. nice. And then, um, and then it was just so I met so many people. It, was, it got the community so close because people could stop in and ride with me from all over the world. And they did. Um, It was so fun. Um, People that I knew, I became really close with. There's something to be said when you're suffering (laughs) and you suffer with somebody. (laughs) You just build this bond. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and I developed a lot of new relationships as well. Um, If you would have told me a year ago that I was going to have a a ton of friends all over the world. I would have laughed at you, um, but Incredible. they've become my yeah. They've become my family. I call them RGT. My RGT family is what I call them because uh-huh. they're just that that close. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. Now you have another one that you have scheduled, right? What's what is the yeah. um, unbound gravel? <laughs> so. The Unbound Gravel, so I'm following Lael Wilcox's, uh, I'm doing her, her little trek here. So the Unbound Gravel um, followed suit. I, I did the, a month after I did the Tabor, the Trans-American Bike Race, I drove down to Georgia and did the Trans-North Georgia. And that was a 350-mile trail ride. So that was like the technical stuff. And it was over 50,000 feet in elevation. Um, and I did that in three days. And that was a very technical ride. And I was the first woman to finish in that. And so that just got me hooked on doing more of the trail riding versus the road riding. And okay. so the next best thing was Unbound Gravel or Leadville. And Leadville, both of those two, uh, Unbound Gravel and Leadville, are the most sought out, other than the Tour Divide, the most sought out gravel races that are out there. And you have to have a lottery. You, don't, you can't just sign up and do it. You have to be accepted into it. And um, so I put in for both. And I heard back from Unbound Gravel 
before I heard back from Leadville. I don't think I could do both of them in the same year, but um, Unbound Gravel just extended it two years ago to an XL. So normally it was a 200-mile ride. Now it's a 350-mile ride. Um, So they have, like, different categories. (laughs) Yeah, and it's in Kentucky. Um, So it's, yeah, it's, it's... Gonna, it's nice rolling hills, and you know, um, it's the time of okay. year where you get the tropical storms, and <laughs> so it'll be interesting. Yeah. yeah. So well, yeah, I, I was excited. I got I got chosen for that. So that's an honor mm-hmm. to be chosen for that. Yeah. And uh, Lael did it. In it is very exciting. Thank you. And uh, Lael finished it in, uh, I want to say, 26 hours. So I've got to beat her <laughs> beat her time. <laughs> there you go. It's funny, though, how athletes, like, and they're usually not mad when you try to beat their record. They usually no. seem to be excited for you, right? She is, she is one, I mean, I absolutely adore her. She's really sweet. Um, she gave me all the tips I needed for the Trans-American Bike Race to try and beat her. She goes, I think you're going to crush it. You're going to beat me. Um, oh, that's just a sweet woman. She, oh, she's, she has the same passion that I do of encouraging women to, to do the cycling, to encourage them to be proactive. Because a lot of women are very intimidated by that stuff with the men. And um, so she, her goal right. is to get more women to do that. And it's my goal as well. It's both of our missions, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. But well, that's she, uh, the perfect transition for me for yeah. my next question, because um, the reason I started the podcast was really to encourage mostly women, I mean men as well, but um, people that don't exercise, people that you know either know they should or want to get started, but need some inspiration. So. Um, I wanted to ask, what would you tell someone if they were basically um, not exercising, but they wanted uh, to get started, make some changes from maybe the average American diet to a healthy diet, and how would how to start an exercise program? Yeah, so that's very individualized too. You know, so I I always it is a very tricky question because I would say you know just start walking. Um, some people can't even do that, right? So if we're looking at the average American, like you said, um, yeah, just start walking. One of my favorite things, we're not on video right now, but if you saw on my journal, I, I have, I buy blank journals, but on my front of my journal, it says no matter how you feel, move. It always starts with a five-minute movement. So I'm like, okay, you know what, I'm going to commit to five minutes of walking, and then I'll reassess in five minutes. And before I know it, a half hour has gone by, and I'm like, oh, I was supposed to reassess in five minutes, and here I am, you know, a couple miles down the road. And that's what I encourage all my clients to do as well. You know, move. Commit to five minutes. Next thing you know, yeah. the endorphins have kicked in, and you're still going. You're enjoying it, you know. Um, I always say just commit to that five. Just keep moving. Move no matter how you feel. Yeah, that's great. I agree with that so much because right after the five minutes, you usually, that's the hardest part is getting started. If you think you have to do an hour, you might uh, put it off, but if you only have to do five minutes, right, once you get doing it, it's really not so bad. (laughs) 
right. And, and, and if you know fun, it, right? Or feel exactly. Better. Exactly. Yeah. And if you have someone, I call them accountability buddies, you know, someone that's going to be as oh. crazy as you to get up early in the morning and be your accountability buddy, you know. Um, and if they, if you know they're going to meet you and you know that they're counting on you to be there, you're going to go, you know. Um, so finding someone to do that with is a good thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I would love to have you back on after the Unbound Gravel to hear more about it. Oh, that would be blast. Um, I would love that. Yeah. So where can uh, people follow you and find out more so about I'm you? On- <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You can follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. I'm more active on Facebook than Instagram, but I do occasionally <laughs> cross-post over there. Um, so it's the letter K, the number 8, then a space, the number 4, then the space wellness um, is is my work one. But then there's Kate Willette, and that's O-U-E-L-L-E-T-T-E. Um, so that one is more of my personal page where I, I keep all of my fun adventure stuff too, um, which I have linked to the Kate Eight Adventures. <laughs> so I have like a bunch of them. But if you just find like the Kate Willette, you'll find me with all my other ones. So because um, I kind of share on all of those platforms. That's great. Yeah, I definitely enjoy following that myself. <laughs> So I know you are the first I know. I'm going to... I hope you'll follow Kate in her upcoming adventures. A good takeaway is to come up with your own challenge. It doesn't have to be riding the whole state of Vermont or to be the fastest woman to ride a bike cross country, but I like your idea of making it have an end so that you will finish it. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Take a small step. You can reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Off of the Couch. See you next week.